Once I make my move, the queen will take me. Then you're free to check the king. No. Ron, no! What is it? He's going to sacrifice himself. No, you can't! There must be another way! It's you that has to go on. I know it. Not me. Not Hermione. You! Soldier Boy Tell. Hey, I got this new damn for y'all called a Soldier Boy. Oh my goodness, lots out, and away we go on another episode of Scruffy City Sports. What's up, everybody? I'm Norm, your host, as always, getting to it on a beautiful Sunday afternoon here in the East Tennessee in the Knox Vegas area code, the 865, which spells out vol, which I don't give two, two issues about today. I am just flabbergasted, but we'll get into it. I'll hold my feelings on the uh, game that was yesterday on the third Saturday on October, the Tennessee-Alabama game. And then I don't know where we're going to go. I'm going to be honest. I have zero notes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. We're just going to unfiltered thoughts today about the UT game. Uh, we will also talk about some other stuff, and then we're going to sing a song. And that, that's really all we're going for today. So without further ado... We're just we're just on it today. We're going to just playlist it like we did last week, pick some random songs that come up on my Spotify playlist, and then we're just going to talk. How's that sound? Let's cue up something, and then we'll be right back. I don't care. I paint the town way. All right. That was uh, Paint the Town Red by some rock cover that I found on TikTok, and I liked it better than the Doja Cat version. Not really. You know, she did bring the Mexican pizza back, so that's that's good for her. But anyway, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about the football game yesterday. I don't. Do you want to call that a football game? I guess let's start out with the praise stuff, and then let's also, while we're all here today, let's find a song uh, that we can you know hold our aspirations with. So so I need to remember going into this. Tennessee clearly lost. I, I don't even know what the score was because it was abysmal. It was horrific. I have not watched a UT football game where I have been so... I mean, it reminded me of all the years that Josh Heupel wasn't the coach here after Philip Fulmer. You know, that 15-plus year drought that the University of Tennessee had over there, and we all hated football. And I think... Let's let's find one. We need all together here, really quick. Let's do... Let's... How about this right here? I think that is going to be our uh, take it with a grain of salt music. So let's let's talk about some good things, uh, which was the first half. So if, if it was just a 30-minute football game, that would have been fantastic. Sorry, I, I made a popping noise there. Who knows if you'll hear it or not, but I'm talking about it. I mean, I, I feel like the stars have aligned. Mercury was no longer in retrograde, for those of you that believe in that nonsense. And Tennessee came out. We schemed beautiful. Joe Milton looked like the man that we all wanted him to be. I think he wanted to be, you know, I've got this sound back. You can't take him out. He's different. He's not the same. You are you, but he is him. He is him. Joe Milton was the guy that we always wanted him to be. He was the guy from the Orange Bowl. He was the man. He clearly listened last week when I called him out on the podcast and said he needed to step up and be a leader. He did all that. He did everything right. Did he play a perfect game? No. Did he play a decent game? Yes. Is he a great quarterback? No. Is he our quarterback? Yes. So take all that with with the grains of salt and... 
you know, that music right there, he did fine. He, he in the first half, did everything that Joe Milton could do. That was his A-plus game. That is probably the best we will see him play all season long was the first half against against those – I can't say the words. That, that team that is, if you're looking at a map, it is southern of the state of Tennessee, kind of southern and to the left, so like southwestern-ish of Tennessee. It starts with an A – has some words. They they wear a color uh, that was a movie that had um, oh gosh he he was um, Tennessee representative. He was also a uh, congressman, Fred something, and Denzel Washington. It was based on a was it Jerry Brockheimer? Pretty sure it was Jerry Brockheimer movie uh, about a submarine and nuclear war. Crimson Todd is the name of the movie that was the team we played yesterday. I'm going to refrain from saying their name because I just don't respect them enough to say their name. Uh, you know, the Will Smith, you keep their name out of my my mouth. That's just what we're going to say here to that. But, you know, I, I guess I should give them some type of credit. You know, Nick Saban is probably the greatest college football coach of all time for a reason. They schemed us very well. They came out and made second-half adjustments when we made zero. None whatsoever. I don't know what happened to our team in the second half. And I'll tell you what I'm not going to do today. And if you're a Tennessee fan and you've watched us go to Alabama or you've watched any other Southeastern Conference team go to Tuscaloosa and play a meaningful football game is there, you know that the 12th man, the 12th proverbial person, I guess I should say it's 2023, the 12th person on the field is a referee. And they are on the side of Alabama. Uh, so I'm not I'm not going to talk about the officiating in that game. I thought it was horrible. Just like last week, I thought it was horrible on both sides of the ball for Alabama. There was plays that Tennessee should have been called for. The punch to the guy's head should have been called a personal foul. It, it was not. Uh, there was another personal foul from an Alabama dude kicking several of our players after he scored a touchdown. That should have been called. It wasn't numerous holding penalties that should have been called and they weren't but we're not I'm not going to I'm not going to do that I'm not going to do that Tennessee in the first half played well enough to overcome those obstacles and and they didn't in the second half it, it got to them it snowballed it got out of control and one thing I'm not going to do is blame the officiating it, this is not a basketball game I can't you, you know they can't take over a game like they do there um, was it skewed Yes, if you watched Josh Heupel's press conference yesterday afternoon, and you know I did because I'm a degenerate, he was asked that question, do you feel like the officiating was extremely lopsided? And he did this number. I mean, he was drumming his fingers on I've never seen a, a, a coach do that. I don't – I mean, I guess the answer is yes, but without saying anything because he didn't want to get fined. But I, I just – I, I, I don't know how to take – I feel like that's – you know, the man makes $9 million. He makes $9 million. And if you don't know the direction I'm going with this podcast today, it's a lot of the blame and things that happened in the game yesterday are going to be directed toward Coach Josh Heupel. And when I say that, let's go ahead and preference it with this. You know, this is the I am thankful – and, and, you know, if you listen to the podcast several weeks ago when I gave you the rundown of games I thought were winnable and losable, I thought Alabama was always a loss in Alabama until I watched the first 30 minutes of the football game yesterday and I'm texting my buddies talking about, you got your victory cigar ready? I'm ready. Oh, light it up, boys. You know, I was doing one of those numbers. But it's it, I just don't know what happened. I really don't. I, I don't understand. 
We went away from a lot of things. I think we got scared. I think we played tight. I think we got in our heads. I, I think we got nervous Nellies. I don't know what we did. I have no idea. I think Josh Apple would have been better off popping a little Delta 8 gummy, maybe, you know, a little Delta 9, whatever whatever mixture of organic, you know, gummy that you wanted to take, Josh. I think mom would have been doing good to take one of those at halftime, let it kick in, and then, and then ride that wave. I just think we played extremely tight for I don't know what reason. I think that we really miss Housley as our offensive coordinator. I don't understand why we are still – we don't – and I've said this several weeks ago, and, you know, I've already backpedaled and we're derailed, and that's just that's just, just the podcast for today. But I don't understand these fourth and short situations. I, I get it. Last year's team – look, last year's team would have been up probably 28 to nothing going into halftime, and we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd be talking about a wonderful win – down in Tuscaloosa for the first time since 2003, but we're not. We're not talking about that because this year's team is not last year's team. We cannot do that. We don't have Hendon Hooker in the background. Now, I'm saying all that, and then let's just – hold on. Joe Milton looked great. We, we had some designed runs. He looked good scrambling yesterday. Uh, is he Hendon Hooker? No, but he played well enough to where we should, should, should have won that football game, but we didn't. And, you know, there's there's still a lot of meaningful football games to be played. I mean, we've got a big one next week against uh, them wildcat, you know, cold-breathing knuckle-draggers from the north uh, in Kentucky. And th- th- we are on a super slippery slope at the moment. We, we could lose two in a row, and the team's gone, and it's just it's bad news bears. So we've got to quickly, 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 before playing up there at the Kroger grocery store figure this out and turn it around i think the game plan in the first half was brilliant i think the coaching had it schemed up very well i just don't know and i gotta get a drink i'm sorry i just don't know why we played so scared in the second half and you're like norm but i thought you loved josh i do love josh apple however the problem that i'm having here is i don't make nine million dollars a year to coach the tennessee football team now, if you get on the internet, you're going to see people wanting him fired, moved on from him. Like I, I think we he he has got to do a better job of coaching. Last week, you know, we squeaked out a win against Texas A&M, but we had some coaching issues there. We've got some coaching issues this week as well against Alabama. We've got to fix those quickly. The offense played great, and then the defense just, you know, the bend or bend or bend. Don't bust, bend, don't break. However you want to say that mentality worked really well, but then it just faded away. I mean, your defense can only be out there for so long after you go three and out before it's just going to – you're getting mollywopped essentially at that point in time. And Alabama just did what, you know, really good programs do. They came out, made adjustments, and and just kicked our tail. I think they outscored us in the second half. Was it 27 to nothing? Not nothing. Not the big goose egg. And I I just don't – I don't know. I have nothing positive – to say about the game other than the first half. I mean, it was almost a flaw. I mean, we gave up some points. Should have really been 21 nothing uh, in the first quarter, I think. You know, we, we settled for two field goals. Should have been touchdowns, and it, and it just didn't happen. I, I don't know how you recover from that. I've, I've listened to post games and podcasts today, and I, I just don't – I don't know where this team goes 
from from that loss. I mean, it's a devastating loss. I would say that Tennessee was humiliated, I think is the best way to say that. We just look like hot garbage. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it looked like, you know, when you go out, you see all those TikToks where you go out and you see all the, the like the girl group that goes out and does brunch. And then they get so sloshed, they have to call their significant other to come pick them up. That It looks like we were having the time of our lives. And then we just had two drinks too many. And then it was just done for. I just don't, I don't know. I mean, it's really frustrating. It takes me back to all those games that we were in, in the Butch Jones era, and Dooley, and Kiffin, and Pruitt, and all those guys where we j- you just knew it was inevitable that we were going to lose the game. And, and, and as happy and excited as I was in the first half, that Negaval or battered Vol syndrome, whatever you want to call it as a Tennessee fan, it was always in the back of my mind when I was really excited and gleeful that we were going to win, that we're probably not going to win this game. And that's just so frustrating because Josh Heupel is such a good coach, and I love the man. I, I, I want him to stay here. I want him to succeed. He's righted the ship so quickly here that really that's his own downfall. We were so good last year. And even the, his first year here winning with essentially nobody, that, that that's why we have built him and put him on this pedestal of like, he can do no wrong. He, you know, whatever he does, he's this great offensive mind. He's picked up some defensive dudes. We can overcome some struggles when this year, he has no faith in the quarterback. We have no faith, essentially, in the wide receiver. And I'm going to take that back, really. I said that in the wide receivers. I'm going to I'm going to peel that back, walk it back on a Sunday, step it back Sunday. That's what we'll call it. Squirrel White balled out yesterday. Ramel Keaton looked really good yesterday. I don't know where Chaz Nimrod went from the Texas A&M game. I I don't know. I didn't see him yesterday. Thornton is going to Thornton, I guess, for the rest of the season. I, I don't I don't know what that dude is. He he just looks like a bust to me. I think it's time to move on. Give him whatever volunteer club money the man's dude for the rest of the season, and let's just find somebody else, really and truly. I, I don't understand. He's dropping balls left and right. I don't know if he's in his head. I don't know if, if me and him need to go have a one-on-one walk around the park and me to to hop him up. You know, he needs a hop girl. You know, all the girlies have had their little hop girls or something like that. They call him. But I don't just – I really don't understand his – I don't even know if it's lack of motivation. I, re- I really don't. I just – I don't understand what that dude's deal is, really and truly. But I guess looking forward – now that we're about to hit the, the 15-ish minute mark in the podcast here is expectations for this team is, A, they can still go 9-3. and three. They, Their only loss can still be to Georgia, and we've, and we've lost to Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. Is that a step back from last year? Yes, I think so. Is 9-3 and three still a really good season? Yes, that, that's the season that I called it for at the beginning of the year. So, I, I, you know, if, if there's any silver linings out there, is is nine and three is still obtainable this season? However, we have got three really tough games ahead of us at at, at Kentucky, Missouri at home. I think Missouri's at home. No, I think Missouri's away. And then Georgia. Those are three really tough games. So you you can go from you know this being nine and three to seven and five really quickly. I mean, really, or seven and six. Five, what is six and six? Surely we're not going to win just one more game. There's UConn and Vandy out there. That's two wins. So that'd be seven and five. I, I just don't. Oh, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. This team is just, it's maddening. And, and I guess the downfall of it all is, is that Milton, he played his best game yesterday. He really did. And and that's, it's frustrating that 
it was really all for nothing. I mean, I, I really hope we don't lose the locker room over this. That is a very real thing that could happen, and I'm sure over the next several days, the keyboard warriors and ninjas that are out there will let me know on VolQuest as to what's happening in the locker room, how they get their information. I have no idea. Uh, but maybe there's players or somebody they talk to that I don't. Um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. But I have nothing else positive to say about this game. I really, really don't. Uh, you know, I'm always a Vols fan, GBO, Go Big Orange, all that fun stuff, but I just don't. Ooh, that was a tough one. Let's buffer music and come back and talk about something else, everybody. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Can you believe, can you believe that we are almost at Christmas time? I mean, this is October the 22nd and we are really, really close to Christmas. And that means Mariah Carey music is, is, is a go, but I just, let's, what are we going to talk about now? Basketball officially starts. I think next week we have a skirmish against Michigan state on the 29th, which is next Sunday. Fall ball is in full swing. The UT baseball program is uh, playing, I think, Virginia today at Tusculum. So I will have a report for you next week about how that game went. Uh, the Orange and White World Series will be in a, in, a, in a few weeks for that. I'll report on that as well. And uh, I don't really know. What else should we talk about? There's a lot of TV and movies that have come out. Did you get to go see uh, Flowers of the Killing Moon, Martin Scorsese's new movie uh, about the Osage Indians and how they were killed off and it's a book that I read, and it's a it's the book's kind of hard to read. Lots of great reviews about the movie is out there. Some are saying this is Scorsese's best movie. I, I don't know about that. There is Goodfellas, I'm a big fan of that. Departed's also fantastic. Gangs of New York is also fantastic. Taxi Driver is also fantastic. Raging Bull is also fantastic. The man has been making movies for 50 years, and I think I think this is his 10th or 11th movie, if I'm not mistaken. I know there's some other stuff that doesn't actually count as a movie for him, but I'm sure it will be up for all kinds of awards. I hope you get to go see it. If not, if you didn't get a chance to go see it in the movie theater, don't fret. Uh, I do believe in the next week or two, it actually comes out on Apple TV. Uh, That is an Apple TV exclusive movie that they have made. So don't fret if you're unable to go see it in the biggest screen possible. You will be able to watch the three and a half hour endeavor about the Osage Indians in the 20s quickly. And if you don't know, I'll give you a little backstory about the Osage Indians. Indians, is, is that okay to say? Should I say Native Americans? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Osage Indians or indigenous, Osage indigenous people. I don't know the correct way to say that, so I apologize now in advance, but I'm pretty sure in the movie and everything I've read, they have said Osage Indians. But anyway, it's about the Osage group of people. Maybe that's a better way of saying that. Uh, and how they were, of course, we all know the history of America. Columbus came over here and moved all those people out. Uh, and took over this the United States of America at that time. And then the United States government forced all these uh, group of individuals to certain portions of the world that are the U.S. that they deemed worthy for them to have. And the group of land that the United States gave them was found by oil, and they became the richest people ever, essentially. Uh, if you don't know the story on that, they would buy, you know, Model Ts and Studebakers. And if they got a flat tire ran out of gas, they would just go buy another one. Uh, they would have grand pianos out on their front porch just to have grand pianos on their front porch. Uh, and the government, as a way to kind of alleviate that problem, would make them have a, um, 
like a, I don't know the correct term for it, but like a, a, a white person for lack of a better term, but is the correct term that would have to go to the bank and they could only withdraw a certain amount of money at a time. And they would have to be, you know, allocated the spending for, you know, if it was for groceries or, or medicine or whatever like that, so they could spend their own money. Uh, and, and there's conspiracies out there. And it's, it's true that the United States government was trying to kill off all these people so they could get the rights to the land so they could make the oil money. It's a great story. It's a, it's a great, I guess it's not a great story. It's a, probably the book's good, but it's a part of history that, you know, is, is not talked about. Uh, we've, there's other movies out there, Wind River being one of those that talks about uh, indigenous people and Native Americans and how they are kind of, I guess, no one cares about them. That's not a nice way of saying that, but like the uh, kind of everything that happens on uh, reservation land is just kind of bound off and no one cares. Uh, I, I am probably not the one that should be telling you about Native American history because I'm not one and know very little about it, but I would encourage you to go watch both of those movies because they do deal with that subject matter that I know very little about and can only express to you in how I'm talking about it. So if you want to cancel me for telling you a little bit about it, then you should go educate yourself. I'm encouraging you to go educate yourself about Native American history because I was not clearest for Columbus. I just was born here and some could say that was a privilege in and of itself. I, I don't know how that works out, but, you know, it is what it is. But I am rambling. I do want to, uh, I guess, housekeeping notes here now that we've kind of talked about a movie or so. Pop Culture Podcast is in the works. I am getting some stuff together for that. So in the next few weeks, you will see that come across. We'll talk about movies, TV, music, fun things like that. And speaking of music, I really want to, and this is my ADHD brain taking a left, T-Pain who you all will know and love, has a new song out, and it's called Baby Got Brat. Brat? Which is a car thing. Just listen to this for a second. See, you don't want to test me. I come through in an FC cut. That nice hot. I drop the top and hit that effing butt. I grab the wheel like my granddaddy left me some. It's a half a Gosh. I did. I love the beat to this song. I know that you all think that, Norm, what in the world kind of music do you listen to? I'm going to tell you right now. This is how this playlist goes that I've got today. It's Amber by 311. And then Johnny Dang by the Mexican OT, which if you're not a fan of Mexican OT, please go listen to it. Just listen to this for a second. Toby, just do it. Hey, yo, is that that Mexican OT? That good dog got me looking just like Johnny Dang. Louis Vuitton umbrella when I walk through the rain in the kitchen with the chicken kind of bread like kind good dog. And then we got Baby Got Brap, and then we've got this Stray Day song. Yeah, straight A student, but I'm friends with a cool kid. And then we've got, just to top it all off, All I Want for Christmas. And then we've got in some songs from last week, which is Don't You Worry About a Thing, Tori Kelly from Sing. And then we've got Rainbows by Casey Musgraves. And then If you could only see the way she loves me, maybe you would understand. Why I feel this way about our love and what I must do. And then we've got 80s film by John Bellion. I mean, it's just my musical taste is eclectic and all over the place. 
all over. And then we've got. Let's get down to business. Obviously, that was I'll Make a Man of You from Mulan. But it's just all over the place. And I've got The Reason by Hoobastank. And none of you all have come here to listen to me talk about the, my musical taste. But I'm just sharing it with you. I am. Uh, also, next week on the podcast, we will talk about the race at the Circuit of Americas, COTA, the Formula One race. The sprint race was yesterday, and it could have been the most boring sprint race or race in Formula One history. Nothing happened whatsoever. Snooze fest. Uh, but that kicks off here in the next little while. I am recording this podcast early so I can watch the race, and I'm not going to do it late. So judge me if you want to, but that's what it is. Also, um, if you want to, I had a, a meal with some of my, my buddies this week. We talked about how exciting we were about the Tennessee game last week, last year. If you want to relive the Pandemonium Reigns, which was the name of that podcast last year, it's episode 79, Pandemonium Reigns. Um, I would suggest going back and listening to that and just pretend the football game yesterday didn't happen. I've got some interviews with some great guys on there. Uh, Colette, my buddy Colette's on there. Uh, Tyler's on there. Uh, my good, good bestest friend uh, Garrett is on there as well. We share our raw, unfiltered emotional thoughts after the big win against Alabama last year. And you can't take that away from us. You cannot, whatever the outcome of this season was, you cannot take away the joy, the uh, jubilation that I felt last year watching those goalposts be ripped down and carried into the Tennessee River. You can't take that away from me. I will always wear my 52 to 49 polo that I got from the volunteer club. You, you cannot take that away from me. You cannot take my victory cigar away from me last year. I've already seen them BA asterisk A fans talking about how they're going to start another streak. It's just fun to be relevant again. It's fun to have this gosh dang rivalry be a rivalry again and be meaningful and let's just not get molly whopped clobber knuckled beat over the hammer like a redheaded stepchild again it's just i'm just glad that tennessee's playing meaningful football i guess is what i'm going to say but i think that's the podcast oh i was going to say something else uh, also, the NASCAR stuff, I've been hinting at that for several weeks. Uh, I kind of talked about that over with my business partner, a.k.a. the person I was going to do it with. And we're going to hold off. Uh, there's only a few more races left this season. So we're going to we're gonna push pause on the, the NASCAR talk. And then I'm going to work on my country voice because I like to get real low like this right here. And uh, we're going to pause that just a smidge. Just a smidge. So until, you know, you got your Oreo seasons. So this right now we're doing orange Oreos. Then you'll be doing red Christmas Oreos. And then my personal favorite Oreos are the Oreos with the white fudge or almond bark over them. Them are the best. Once all those are done, uh, and then NASCAR kicks back off, which I think is in February, NASCAR podcast on Scruffy Season Sports will be in full swing, so you will hear the Rooftop Rocket and some guests to be named later. Once all that gets, once we get here, so just just let's get through the holiday season, let's get through basketball, and then we'll have baseball and NASCAR talk, and we'll set that up on a regular basis so you will hear that fun exciting go left talk, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. NASCAR is not my big thing. You know this. I've said it a bazillion times. I'm more of a Formula One guy, but Formula One is just bizarrely boring this year. Anyway, anyway, I'm rambling long enough. Uh, so next week we will talk about uh, the Kentucky game. We will preview the UConn game, which is me previewing it right now, which is November the 4th. It's the week after. Uh, then we'll cover UT basketball 
and some baseball news notes and snuggets. But that's it for the podcast, everyone. Thank you very, very much. I love each and every one of you. Have a fantastic Monday. Don't get, don't let them, as Kesha said once best, this right here. She did this. Don't let this week ahead. No matter what you've got going on this week, do not get down. Don't be a Debbie Downer. There is always a bright side. Remember, you matter. Go follow We The Urban. They will give you lots of positive, positive things to look at for this week. I, I guarantee you, Tennessee lost, but don't let it ruin your week ahead. You could, There's lots of other things to be upset about. Tennessee losing is not one of them in the, in the grand scheme of life. I love each and every one of you from every quadrant of my heart today after a Tennessee loss. Gotta love you from my whole heart. All quadrants, all crevices, chambers, and quadrants. <laughs> I love each and every one of you. I'm gonna sing now, and I've picked out the perfect song to sing to today as I'm scrolling, looking for it, looking, looking. So if you want to turn away now or save your eardrums, I'm I'm not gonna get upset. I promise you I'm not. But if you wanna you wanna hang around, some people have told me they really enjoy me singing. And so I'm, you know, I'm here for it, but I love each and every one of you. We will see you next week. Again, the, the, today I recorded this podcast on October the 22nd. I don't say that a lot. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Scruffy City Sports. Goodbye, everybody. Well, mama Mama told me when I was young. Sit, sit beside me, my only son, and listen closely to what I say. And if you do this, it'll help you some sunny day. Take your time Don't live too fast Troubles will come And they will pass You'll find a woman And you'll find love And don't forget that There is someone And be a simple kind of man Maybe something you love and understand Maybe a simple kind of man I want to do this for me, son If you can Gosh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, boys and girls. Here we go. You ready? Get your lust From the rich man's gold All that you need now Is in your soul And you can do this Oh baby, if you try, I'm on from you.
I'm telling you what, I was feeling that song so much. I really feel like that I could sing another song, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to bear. I'm just, I just, oh man, it was so good. It was just loving every minute. Anyway, that's it for the podcast, everyone. I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Again, you'll get through this week. I promise you will. Have a great one. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.